This is the Voice Podcast Network. Welcome to Post Pitch, a bi-weekly podcast that dives a little deeper into an article published in this week's print issue of the Georgetown Voice. Today, I am interviewing our writer, Bradshaw Kate, to learn more about the XFL. Please enjoy. Hi, Bradshaw. Hi, Romy. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So if you would, give the listeners and I a rundown on what the XFL is and its history. I'm excited to hear. It stands for the Extreme Football League, and it plays in the spring. So it's trying to position itself as a springtime competitor to the NFL. The XFL started in 1999 when Vince McMahon, who is the founder of the WWE, um, kind of the promoter, he, he runs the league and he really popularized the sport of wrestling. He went to the CBS Sports chairman, Dick Ebersol, and pitched the idea of starting a new football league, one that was much more extreme than the NFL and you're making a face right now. You wanna, I just, are you going to ask what the extreme well, means? I did want to ask what the extreme is, but also if my mom isn't letting my little brother play football as it is, I'm wondering how it can get any worse or any more violent. What did they do? Oh, it's terrible. So during the 90s, there was a greater push to protect players and quarterbacks especially from large hits, um, and Vince McMahon did not like that. He called the NFL... Um, the No Fun League. <laughs> I know. And when he was pitching the XFL in public announcements, he said, this will not be a league for sissies. So they're really trying to position themselves as a more brutal alternative to the NFL. Wow. Which blows my mind, really, because how can football get even <laughs> more, even more brutal? Yeah. The marketing around the XFL was also just, the original XFL in the 2000s was just uh, crazy. So there was an ad with Dick Butkus, who's a Hall of Famer for the Bears, where he goes, it's harsh, it's bruisey, it's beautiful. And he's <laughs> shoving this like black football in the face of the helmet of the player in the advertisement. And it's this branded XFL football that they pushed all over the nation as part of their, I guess, hype and advertising around the league. In fact, I even had one of these XFL footballs as a kid. No way. And didn't, I didn't even realize what the league was until later. So there was a lot of hype around the XFL, which leads into the 2001 season, the first inaugural season of the Extreme Football League. And with the advertising, they really objectified the cheerleaders that were part of the league. Really, Vince McMahon wanted to make the league more like a reality TV show in a way Hmm. and move away from the focus on the field while that was still a very important aspect of a football league. So the cheerleaders were plastered all over advertisements. They were... They were seriously objectified, really. Um, in end zones, they would have like a cheerleader rating like zone where people would hold up signs for how attractive they thought. No. It was, it was terrible. That's awful. I know. And, and this is in the 2000s, too. This I'm is in the 2000s. Wow. I know. Like, this was 
two years before I was born. So it kind of blows my mind that you know things like this were happening just two decades ago, right. considering where we are now. Um, so right, the season launched in 2001. The team names were a little out there. I, I have a list of three names, and I want you to guess which one of the three is real. Okay. So there are the Dallas Tigers, the New York, New Jersey Hitmen, oh gosh. or the Oklahoma City Tornadoes. Oh my goodness. Being from Oklahoma, I'm hoping that the Oklahoma City Tornadoes are the real ones, please. No. Oh no. Tornadoes, tornadoes are not brutal enough for the XFL. It was actually the Hitmen. Um, and that was the trend around the league. There were so many violent, brutal names associated wow. with the teams. There was even a team called the Extreme, which hmm. I don't really know what that is, but it sounds... They're advertising like, accurately. Yeah, I exactly. Guess. So it was just a crazy, crazy experience. There's a funny clip online of The Rock uh, where he's promoting the XFL he goes on this whole speech of how could the NFL move a team out of Los Angeles? And he he's really mad at the NFL suits, as he calls them. So eventually, he's completely off script in this. He eventually tells the NFL execs to take their bags and shove it up their butts. Oh no! It's, it's wild, wild to see like where he was at that stage in his career, and then we're going to come back to The Rock later in this intro. Okay, we're not done with him. So we have the XFL now, obviously, but the 2001 season was the end of the first iteration of the XFL. And so it didn't last too long. No, can you guess why? Well, so many reasons, the violence, the objectification, all of the above, maybe. Those were not the problems that Those ended. were not the problems. I know. Isn't what was the problem? Um, it seemed to be money mismanagement okay. and really declining viewership. So kind of the brutality as well. That seeing, makes sense. Yeah, players would get injured. I wanted to ask, what was the public reaction to XFL like when it launched in 2001? So the public reaction to the XFL was obviously mixed. There was an older generation of fans that really supported the XFL because it was similar to how the league, how the NFL was played when they were younger. But it was really, obviously with the declining viewership, it wasn't, it wasn't really popular. Right, of course. So the league completely collapses in 2001. And then, and then. almost two decades later, Vince McMahon gets up on a podium in 2018 and says, we are bringing the XFL back. Oh no! So I want, was there a demand for it, or he just did not want to let it die? There was some demand. So there have been lots of springtime competitors to the NFL. Like a few years back, there's this league called the AAF, which was the Alliance of American Football. I watched so much of that <laughs> on TV, but the league completely fell through after a few games. I see. Yeah, but. Not the XFL. They came back. Not the XFL. They came back, and they were going to play their first season in 2020. Ah, the faded year. Can you guess what happened to the hmm. springtime 
football league in 2020. Was it something along the lines of coronavirus? How'd you guess? I don't know. <laughs> it was COVID did shut down the XFL 2.0. And the rest of the world. Right. With the second iteration of the XFL, the meaning of extreme really changed. So would you expect the brutality seen in the 2000s to really fly in 2020, Probably 2018? Probably not. No, no, hopefully they made it safer. I think they did, thankfully. Good. And even safer than the NFL, which was kind of a shock to me. So yeah, that is shocking. I know. They made all these rule changes, including shortening the distance between players on kickoffs, which I don't know. Have you seen the kickoff? I have. Okay, good. Um, so players build up a lot of momentum running down the field, and that leads to harder hits as players kick off, which leads to more injuries. So what the XFL did is put all those players within five yards of each other, so the hits are a lot safer. Makes sense. Right. And in addition, onside kicks are still allowed, which can be dangerous, but in the fourth quarter of football games, you can opt to do a fourth and 15 instead of a kickoff, which means less injuries as less bodies are flying at each other trying right. to get a football. And instead, you know, a normal play is just run. And if you get it, then that's wonderful. And it's likely to have more success than an onside kick, which means that the play will be safer and it'll be picked more than the more dangerous play. So I think those rule changes are really great. Is the XFL still playing or did they, uh, well, were they ever able to start, I guess, after 2020? Did they launch later on? No, that's the thing. Because of the pandemic, they lost so much revenue that they just had to completely shut down the league again. Wow, so they never even got their, their second chance. Right. So, you might be wondering, why are we talking about the XFL again if they just, you know, completely implode it for a second time? Tell me. Why are we talking about the XFL? Well, Vince McMahon is finally out of the picture with the XFL. He decided, I think in 2022 or 2021, that he was going to sell the league to the aforementioned Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's back. (laughs) He's back. And this time, thankfully, he's not telling the NFL to shove their bags up their butts. Good. Instead, as part of the acquisition of the XFL, The Rock signed a deal with the NFL to do research and development with them. And what I think is most interesting about the XFL is that they've been really innovative in things that cross over to the NFL. Like the Skycam was first developed by the XFL in oh, wow. 2000. Yeah. And so I can't imagine what football would be like without, without Skycam. Because yeah. I've seen it my entire life. So I'm really excited to see this research and development deal like work out with the NFL and see if we have more changes when it comes to replays and safer kickoffs, hopefully. So if you want to learn more about the XFL, now we're kind of wrapping up, we're gonna see the 2023 season. There is a great documentary called This Was the XFL, produced by ESPN. So I'd highly recommend watching. 
That sounds awesome. Uh, and I would also highly recommend to our listeners to go and check out Bradshaw's article, um, either <laughs> online or in this week's print issue of The Voice. Um, thank you so much for talking of to course. me today. Um, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in. And thank you for hosting. Of course.